Welcome to the Free and Fearless podcast, where we talk about having more freedom and income than you know what to do with, creating digital products that people love, and making offers that practically sell themselves, all while serving your purpose and living your best life. Life has been tough lately, but what is interesting is that I've never been more okay with that fact. The unpleasant situations, the disappointments, unfairness, and what would have once been reasons for hopelessness now just doesn't have the same effect on me. And while there are many elements of my mental toolbox that probably contribute to this, one new thing I've added recently is Stoicism, the ancient Greek school of philosophy that is all about enduring pain and hardship without putting emotion into it and without complaint. It's about courage, virtues, logic, training your mind, preparing for the worst in life, your acceptance of the cruelty and randomness of life and how people can treat us, not denying that and so much more. I'm fascinated by it and while in many ways is the opposite of what spirituality teaches, what manifestation is all about and what a life of alignment and led by feminine energy looks like, I do believe a balance can be found and the principles of all of these teachings can be applied in a unique way. At least that's what I'm doing and it's all about being strategic and finding what works for you. Here's some examples of how I'm applying a stoic mindset lately. When things got hard financially and remained so for a long time, I decided to become comfortable with the feeling of lack, to embrace the scarcity and find the abundance that is always available to us. I decided to use this as the most powerful practice so when I do accumulate wealth in the future, and that will be more than I've ever had before, I don't become anxious and constantly worry I'll lose it. Because then I will know it's okay not to have it again. I can survive. I understand that money comes and goes, and when learning to work with it, it can work for me. Accept the ups and downs of business and don't give up on my vision just because things are hard now. Many Stoics were wealthy, but nevertheless, they reflected on poverty and lack and were training themselves for it because they knew life could throw anything at them and money could go just as easily as it came. An inspiring example is Seneca, who practiced poverty once a month. He wanted to know want and deprivation and that allowed him to not fear them. Once that fear was removed, he could focus on the important tasks. I spent many months worrying about losing everything, giving more power to the negative financial situation, imagining what is next, and focusing on the lack. And as you might guess, this is not the best state to do business from. It's not how you create transformational content, come up with ideas, or serve your audience. After spending enough time feeling sorry for myself and being paralyzed by the fear, I switched things. I changed the way I look at things. I became deeply grateful for this experience as without it, I would have continued to take things for granted. The discipline this brought to my life can't be compared to anything else I've experienced before. And I plan to bring that with me to the next, more prosperous era of my life. If things don't go well again or continue for long, I know there are options. I know I will be fine. I know that luck isn't something to avoid at any cost and it's a part of life. Gratitude is stronger than fear. And sometime after practicing that actively on a daily basis, I started operating from an empowered place again coming up with better ideas, loving my work and loving the season of life I'm in right now and soaking up all the lessons that would otherwise never be available to me. 
Another aspect of life in which I'm applying the stoic mindset is rejection and criticism. I've been on a quest to taming my ego in the last six months, and I love the progress I'm seeing. One way was to stop avoiding criticism and rejection, and once I did that, I even went on to seek it. I became comfortable with it. I didn't let it bring me down. I managed to see it from an objective perspective, even when it was personal and could have been taken the wrong way. I asked for feedback, even after people treated me badly. I didn't say a bad word for them and didn't feel anything negative towards them. I forgave myself for putting myself in those situations and I felt even more powerful after that. In the past, ego would have made me angry. It would have made me want to say bad things to those people. Judge, wonder why things are unfair, lower my self-worth, spend months in a negative state and then carry that disappointment with me, but not now. If the relationship I formed with myself is strong and deeply nourishing, if I know I behaved fairly, if I know I can't control what others do and why they do it, then there is no problem. They're just people who don't do what we expect them to, but only if we let our expectations get the best of us. The Stoics used to practice for criticism and rejection and open themselves to it, and I love this. Here's something from the Daily Stoic, a newsletter by Ryan Holiday, which I'm a big fan of. You have to anticipate this kind of behavior, Marcus Aurelius says. You can't take it personally. He talks about the inevitability of bumping up against shameless people and how to handle it. He spends time putting himself inside the minds of tyrants, robbers and perverts, again because these types exist and we must not be surprised or abused by them. This is not a philosophy for the weak or the cowardly. Stoicism is about facing the truth, about thinking about the unthinkable, not just as it's happening, but long before. And in another newsletter from the Daily Stoic on practicing for rejection, Ryan wrote this. The famous philosopher Diogenes the Cynic was once seen begging for money from a statue. What on earth are you doing? someone asked. I'm getting practice in being refused, Diogenes replied. And here's the thing, I won't stop believing in people and giving them the benefit of the doubt, and I know that puts me in the category of naive people. And yet, I have trust issues, somehow these two can coexist. But opening myself to rejection has changed the game for me, it made me stronger and more resilient. I wasn't capable of that years ago, I missed out on many opportunities and didn't take a lot of action, simply because there was a possibility for rejection and criticism. Here's something else Ryan writes in one of the Daily Stoic newsletters. People will take things from you. People will betray you, as Marcus Aurelius was by his most trusted general. People will lie, they will cheat, they will break the rules. This will be painful, it may even be costly. But the one thing you can't allow them to take from you, the one thing you really have to protect is you believe in, your love of those very same people. In meditations, Marcus Aurelius talks about being in the ring with someone who is fighting dirty. He says you can't let them turn you into a dirty fighter, or worse, drive you from the ring altogether. In many places in his writings, he comes back to this idea, to not let inhumanity drive him away from humanity, to not give up on people, to not become cynical or bitter. To not be implicated in the ugliness. It sucks that you were lied to, stolen from, abused, cheated, you trust taken advantage of. There is no way you can get that back. But what you can do 
is make sure that the most important thing of all remains in your possession, your love of other people, your tolerance for them, your willingness to help and do good for them. Don't let that be stolen. It's priceless. Another great way to use stoicism is when life feels especially hard. That's when we need some tough love the most, I think. Because we often have this wrong idea of things needing to always be good. We assume we came to earth only for positive experiences and anything aside from this means something is wrong and life is unfair. But what if you open yourself to the full spectrum of emotions available to us? Why chase some and avoid others? Why not learn how to handle them all? I'm becoming a big fan of Marcus Aurelius. I began reading his timeless book Meditations, one of the greatest works in philosophy. The guy was a Roman emperor. His life consisted of burying six of his children, health issues, betrayal, plague, floods, wars, and earthquakes. Here is how Ryan Holiday describes his character. While critics are wrong to call Marcus depressing or negative, he was unquestionably in pain, tired, and frustrated. This was a man who quite understandably found himself, as we all do, tired of life. Yet, despite the role that suicide has played in the history of Stoicism and the more accepted place it had in Roman history, Marcus did not choose that route. He did not blame anyone, did not resent the hand he was dealt or the painful cards he had to play. He soldiered on. He found respite in physical activity and his work. He tried to focus on the beauty amidst the ugliness of the world. He was brave enough to ask for help. Marcus Aurelius not only kept getting out of bed each morning, but he pushed himself to do it early. He reminded himself, in those very same pages of meditations, the reasons why he was here on this planet, what his nature demanded of him, what his duty was. He carried on and found relief and purpose and even joy in this. No matter who you are or what you are going through, the same thing is available to you. Inside your soul, Marcus would remind you, is peace that you can retreat into anytime you like. In philosophy, he would say there is a soothing ointment as well as a shoulder to lean on. It's okay that you are tired. It's understandable and perfectly acceptable. So I think this describes perfectly why I got into Stoicism and why it has helped me so much in such a short time. I'm excited to see where it will take me later this year, how virtuous my life can become, how I can practice humility and courage, how I can face the hardships of life better, and yet be kind to others regardless of where they are on their journey. And of course there will be benefits as to how I approach business, how much and what kind of action I take, and what limiting beliefs I overpower. One of the main themes Stoics like to reflect on and write about is on the shortness of life, which is also how an essay by Seneca is titled. It's about mortality. And let me share with you a few paragraphs from meditations that stood out for me. Here's what Marcus Aurelius writes. What is death? Nothing more than a function of nature. And if anyone is frightened of a function of nature, he is a mere child. And death is not only a function of nature, but also to her benefit. Even if you were destined to live 3,000 years or 10 times that long, nevertheless, remember that no one loses any life other than the one he lives, or lives any life other than the one he loses. It follows that the longest and the shortest lives are brought to the same state. The present moment is equal for all, so what is passing is equal also. 
that loss, therefore, turns out to be the merest fragment of time. No one can lose either the past or the future. How could anyone be deprived of what he does not possess? Death, just like birth, is a mystery of nature, first a combination, then a dissolution of the same elements. Certainly no cause for shame, because nothing out of the order of an intelligent being or contrary to the principle of his constitution. So this is just the beginning of my exploring this philosophy. I'm curious, is it something you into? If so, feel free to share your best tips for developing a stoic mindset, how you're applying those principles to your life, who your favorite stoic is and why, and share any resources that have helped you along the way. Thanks for joining me today and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Free and Fearless podcast. If you loved what you heard, please tell me what your biggest breakthrough was. Share the episode on Instagram and tag me at Let's Read Success. Make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you want to work with me, go to letsreadsuccess.com courses to see what I offer. Thanks for tuning in again and I'll see you next time.